<laughs> I mean, 18 was literally like half a lifetime ago for me, and uh, it uh, kind of peaked there, you know? What did? Life. Oh. Yeah. Oh, not not for me. <laughs> Definitely not for me. I mean, I'd already experienced Beast Wars and Reboot and Shadow Raiders. <laughs> what else is there? And and I'd already gotten laid by that point, so you know, game over, man. Yeah, I'd say it was a. I it I had a good run. You know what? Success. Everything past <laughs> that is just a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. But living on borrowed time. <laughs> wow. Every, everything past that, you know, was just customer service jobs, alcoholism, and divorce. Oh, God. Have you married? Reboot. What's a Gannett? You're prepared for a giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe? I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> How do you plan for that? Is this still happening? Greetings and salivations, ex-humans. Welcome to Alphanumeric, the podcast where three 90s Canadian kids talk about the animated TV show Reboot. We discuss every episode in order, starting from the beginning. Today we are talking about episode 6 of season 2, Andrea. It premiered November 9th, 1995 in Canada. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal, and I am joined by a co-host, Christopher Siege. Sanitation, listeners. And we have another host with us, A.P. Snidler. Hello. It is I. How are you, fellows? Fellow sprites? Uh, Good. Good. Looking forward to uh, discussing Andrea. I'm feeling so fresh. I feel like I just popped a Mentos. <laughs> wow. The, oh, you're the, on fire the, today. The fresh maker? Yeah. But one in the same. <laughs> I noticed uh, uh, you, uh, you had to giggle. You had to giggle through my intro, didn't you? <laughs> going to raise it. As you do. <laughs> Or as, as one I does. do in this case. <laughs> do you like how I uh, pronounce the reboot? Reboot, eh? Reboot. I know yeah, all about reboot. Yeah, because we we're we're up here living in Canada, eh? Just watching <laughs> watching them sweet nineties cartoons. We're up here in the Great White North, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even yeah. though they they're a Canadian show, they they came out here later than America. We're just getting them now, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're way behind. Yeah, we're way behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah see, I had to, I, I had to cut open a uh, coaxial cable, eh, and take out, uh, pull out some of the copper wire and uh, wrap it around a coat hanger, you know. And uh, <laughs> then I take the coat hanger, attached to the to the cable cord, and uh, I hang it from the the ceiling of my igloo, and I get a real nice TV signal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea where that was going. Yeah, yeah. Was going. Just like... <laughs> I should have known with the coat hanger. Oh, uh, that is that is some nineties poor oh, kid shit right there. Wow. It is. Speaking of nineties shit, um mm. we have a show being made 
at the beginning of this episode called Andrea. Which... Soup's on. Um, <laughs> Soup's on. <laughs> uh, that joke was funnier the first time. <laughs> I know. Uh, but I'll make it every time. Nice. Um, I should have said um, uh, checking in. Uh, but anyways, Andrea, I, I understand that there's an AI in Andrea, and they spell it funny, yeah. but the word is offensive to my eyes. Because the subtitles for the show actually writes it like that, too. Right. Uh, do you want to know why? Is it because she's an AI? Yes. Holy AI. shit. AI. What's artificial intelligence <laughs> i actually you know what's funny as i was gonna bring that up too because i kept on getting offended by the way they would put the capital ai near the end of andrea and maybe it was called andrea <laughs> andrea but then it but then it clicked that it was artificial intelligence. Hmm. yeah yeah finally finally put that together did you I, yeah you know what it was one of those things i just paid attention to until just now well to di- now now you know now i know but world's yeah there's a detective on the case <laughs> well speaking of um I'm world's greatest sure. nothing um mm. we got a terrible terrible <laughs> reboot tv show being oh my filmed. god oh uh, they're re they're recreating the um uh what was it the the Season third one. episode the quick and the fed yeah. Yes. So we have a bunch of binomes on a set. Yeah. Zero and, and one binomes. And they're clearly, yeah, like you said, recreating that episode. Yeah. Odd episode to recreate. When the, when the show starts making fun of itself is when you know they've made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I actually think the, oh man, what is it? The, the binome has an accent for Bob. Yeah, it's like Australian or something. Yeah. Or something. yeah. <laughs> Some kind we of were something, yeah. S- something, yeah. I-, I like how he pulls out a magnet and like throws it at meg- the-, the fake megabyte the- and <laughs> it bonks off of his head and like the fake megabyte just picks it up and it, like holds it up to the side of his head. Of his like prosthetic chin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his nose. Yeah. Because they don't have noses. <laughs> You could tell this guy um, wanted to be in actual theater. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Hey, ooh. <laughs> this, is, this is some Shakespeare in the park type shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the, and he's trying to hold up Enzo, or the one who's playing Enzo, or the Zero who's playing Enzo. Uh, and he's just straining away, like you can tell everybody's struggling. Ah, ten out of ten. Stuff. Hmm. Ten out of ten. I like no. the little uh, zero binomes that are playing hack and slash. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Megabyte uh, falls back from the the fake megabyte falls back like clearly onto a uh, um a uh, mat. Yeah. Yeah. Like like those uh, those big like inflatables that they put on movie sets for <laughs> when people jump off of buildings or whatnot. So he falls yeah. off of it and onto it and uh, bounces, and then the like hack, like the the fake hack and slash, like show up, and then they just leap off onto him. <laughs> Which is what happens in that episode. So they they've got some 
I mean, at least it's faithful, right? It's a faithful yeah. recreation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Enzo and Bob are just as intelligent. I think uh, the one playing <laughs> Dot could have done a little better, but well, that, that was actually, interestingly enough. That was actually the episode where Sniddler uh, uh, coined the term "ex-human." Yeah, that is true. <laughs> wow. Ex-human. But uh, the the Coming camera the camera zooms out and it reveals that. Enzo is in the diner and he's watching Mike the TV. Yep. So he was watching that that show. Yeah. And um, it kind of does a next time on whatever, right? <laughs> and we get a preview of the next yeah. show, and it's like a one binome, very clearly like dressed up as um, uh, what's his name, Gavin Grim- Capacitor. Gavin Capacitor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're recreating the. Uh, the ep- the pirate episode crimson binom. I yeah, like how the... I like how his hat is literally just like a piece of like cardboard on his head. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even give him a real hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, this show. And he's like, oh, and why do you say that? Blah blah blah. And then um, the the Bob binom <laughs> is like, because uh, I know everything. I'm a I'm gardener. A gardener. <laughs> <laughs> You hear the the script girl on the on, like off off screen. It's Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She's like, psst, psst, yeah. It's Guardian, Guardian. And I'm like, wait, these are the live like, like these are the takes that the show they, uses. How bad is the live? The... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got right? they got deadlines here. It's a weekly show. Come on, <laughs> give them a break. <laughs> God, even even our editing process for this show is better than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one-man team. Yeah, Christopher Productions. We we off yeah. uh <laughs> yeah, we offshore it to Christopher Productions. We don't pay him anything. <laughs> nope, it's a uh, it's a labor of love. Labor of love, listeners. Uh Yeah. We we do this show for you. Yeah. For free. <laughs> yeah, you get not uh, nothing from it. Nothing, you hear me? Um, or, or in my case, it actually costs me money. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> but, Think uh, of it like uh, I I have a friend, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna stop like drinking on the weekend and put that booze money into like certain stocks." I'm and I'm sorry. like, "Oh, I never thought about it like that." So if you think about it. If Christopher had smoked before, and he doesn't now, he's just putting his smoking and drinking money into Reboot. Well, actually, I did smoke before. I quit smoking about six years ago now. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Uh, also, on the dr- also, on the drinking front, uh, I have been very good about not drinking during the week for the past few weeks. All right. Which uh, is an improvement. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Ooh. I hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says he takes another sip of his beer. <laughs> that was soda, damn it. That was soda, he said so. It was a very hoppy soda, I tell you. Well, speaking of hoppy sodas, um, we're back in the diner. We're back in the diner. It's craft where, soda. Okay. Where those little sunglass <laughs> sodas are. <laughs> And uh, Dot is lecturing Enzo about like going outside and doing something besides watching Mike the TV. 
And wow, we we get some heavy heavy shit going on here. Yeah. He he argues with her and he's like, and go play with who? I've got no friends. Even his sister's always busy with her business. Bob is off in the games. And as we look at there's an active GameCube going on. Inside the game, um Bob's playing that um episode one game. Oh yeah. Another callback to season one. Yeah. I can't remember what that game was called or if they even called it anything. It was but the, he's playing with it, some... It was the game from the first episode, The Tearing. Yeah, I can't remember mm. if they gave that game a name or if they just played it. Space Wars. <laughs> Space Wars! <laughs> Space Star Wars! Star Trunk! <laughs> Star Trunk! Um, Last integration. Yeah. Yeah, Star Trunk. And he's in it with t- two binomes we've seen before, speaking of Star Trunk. And yes. one is gold and red. <laughs> and yeah, the other is... has a toupee. Yeah, what one is uh Jean Luc, the yeah. zero binome, and the other is Captain Quirk, the <laughs> yeah. one binome yeah. from Talent Knight. Yeah. This must be their favorite game. Yep, they they live it. Yep, their uh, their yeah. method. So they're he he's angry at them for some reason, and he's like, "Oh great, um, the planet's gonna explode in ten seconds." And so it cuts back to Enzo arguing mm. with his sister. Wait, wait, does he say ten seconds? Yeah, he's like, "Oh great, a whole ten seconds." Well, because yeah. John Luke and and Captain Quirk they trigger some kind of detonator within the planet that they're playing in. Yeah, it, it'll reveal no. why they've got two right. seconds later. Oh. I, I was just thinking because, like in this show, like a second it has been uh, depicted as being a long time, but like maybe time. Yeah, maybe time. Maybe they they exist in real time in the games. Probably. Well, that that would mean that they would be in inside games for days at a time, and that's not the case. Mm. Oh. I I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But um, he he kind of. Maybe it's just a a nod. Maybe he's just it's a cheeky like oh a whole ten seconds. Mm. But uh, we cut to to Enzo arguing with his sister again, and he's like oh I could have had fun with Bob in the games. And as anyone who's watched like season one, it's been a continual like thing between um, Enzo and his sister, with her being increasingly like upset with Enzo's involvement in the games. Even though they have they've had some games together where she seemed fine with it, like do you remember the uh, the game where um, they were like shooting cannons at each other, right? Like gentlemen shooting cannons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But anyways, the and I guess Enzo like he's he's not allowed in games what whatsoever now. That's what it's suggesting. And even Dot, she's like, oh, games aren't supposed to be fun. They're dangerous. I feel like that's a little nod to things to come. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, she, she says, you should never go into one without Bob or myself. And if you've watched the show with us up to now, she's probably right. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. he has definitely has done that recently, <clears throat> as a matter of fact. He just did that two weeks ago. What one did he go in? 
bad Bob. Oh, he, he went in without them, but the uh, Bob still ended up getting in the game, right? <clears throat> yeah, 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 but he but he, he was separate from him. Yeah, he did technically go into the game alone. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, Enzo didn't know. Enzo was trying to stop the user, right? Right. Yeah, and Dot yeah. gave him shit for it at the end of the episode. So now, now he has a curfew. He's not allowed in games. It's it's bad times for Enzo. Took away his N sixty four. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that's heavy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't 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 do anything drastic here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get hasty. Yeah. She, she... <laughs> <laughs> and Ansel's argument is that um, games are really fun, and I bet Bob's having the time of his life right now. And we cut back to Bob leaving Hoth, and uh, the planet explodes behind him <laughs> in a, in, um, an energy surge. If there were planets nearby, they the robots might be transformed. <laughs> I was yeah, just gonna yeah. say they might be hit with a quantum surge. <laughs> So yeah, Bob struts into Bob's diner after the game ends. For the listen- listeners, that was a nod to our other podcast, Too Much Energon, where we do this, exactly this, what we do on this show, except about Beast Wars. There may, have been an, uh, there may have been a, an Energon surge. <laughs> Power surge, if you will. A quantum yeah, surge. A qu- sorry, quantum, right, quantum. Um, Bob comes back to the diner, even though he won, he's super pissed, and he's followed by Jean-Luc and, um, what was his name? Qu- Captain Quirk. Captain, Captain Quirk. Quirk? Yeah. Quirk? Quirk? Quirk. 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 Like Kirk with a U. And I really like how he chews them out. Like, usually I don't yeah. care about, <laughs> yeah. like, each individual piece of dialogue, but this episode's got some, got some shit. And he's like, yeah. I can't believe you did that. He looks really fucking angry here. Yeah. Like, really gonna... angry. I'm going to send you guys a screenshot. (laughs) And in fact, he's so angry that he accidentally dodges Enzo's tackle. It enters the POV where he's like running at him and he walks right up to um, Jean-Luc and Quark. (laughs) That's a great picture. Quark. Yeah. And uh, Dot is like, oh, so things went bad in the game. And he's Bob is like, these two booted into the game and tried to win it by setting off an explosion capable of destroying a planet. And the camera looks at um, the Zero and One binome, Jean-Luc and Quirk, and they're so pleased with themselves. (laughs) Just like, hey, man. Pat on the back. And I'm like, when the police are telling you you did something wrong, don't act smug about it. (laughs) That's That's what the feeling I'm getting about getting through this is. Yeah, that that's how you get cuffed and taken to city cells instead of just being sent home. Instead of just being in the drunk tank, yeah. <laughs> and um, he's like, yes, it is a bad idea, Dot. Especially when you're inside the planet! And he Why shouts did you at do them. It? What did you do? It? <laughs> <Where is it? laughs> um, and when he asks, Why did you do it? Um, I just love the way he says Quirk that. is like, Why did you do it? Yeah, he, he says that. And Quirk is like, I had to, mister. And he like smugly <laughs> shakes his head. <laughs> Bob's like, and all this guy kept saying was, make it so. And, and then engage. This fucking nerd. And engage. And engage. And this fucking nerd, it reminds me of <laughs> oh my God. a Star Trunk nerd. 
And he's like, oh, I actually said engage more times than make it so, actually. <laughs> and I'm like, you yeah. know what? Ban them from going in game. <laughs> <laughs> he can do that, right? <laughs> oh, Can't he? Man. No, better yet, send them into a game alone and let them get nullified. Oh, Jesus. It'd be that worth destroying a wake up call. It'd be worth destroying the sector for. Unfortunately, he has to mend and defend. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess technically he can't ban people from entering games, can he? No. No, not really, because no, it's like how, like how would you even enforce that? Grab the um the CPUs and uh, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. Because well, you can anyway. just argue, oh, I was caught in it. Anyways, Dot, being the bureaucrat she she is, she's like, well, why don't you give um like mainframers a refresher course on uh on um games, games, yeah. a survivor's guide, that README file you have. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what Bob Which says. Hey, Bob that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. But it Bob is actually like that is actually a good this... idea. I, w I would think that would be in like this kind of world. I would think that would be like standard operating practice. Like Maybe everyone it's has been to... like a yeah. year or two since since he's done that. Mm. Mm. Like maybe he did when he first arrived and he's just kind of they need another reminder. Maybe. Yeah. And this this line made my partner <laughs> laugh a lot. Um, She's like, oh, Bob, like what about like Enzo? And Bob's like, what? Enzo? I didn't even notice him. <laughs> and Dot is like, exactly. <laughs> oh, and there's like yeah. sad music playing in the background. Blue Berg. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all like, yeah, we're both too busy running businesses or saving mainframe yeah. to spend yeah. time with it's like, <laughs> And I'm like, hold up, you're giving Bob Wait, a lot of credit here. You are, yeah. You're, you're just, you know, that's a, that's a major... I would even argue that Dot like wins half the games, so Yeah. Uh, yeah. When she is in a game, she definitely helps. Yeah. But she's not always in them. Can Whereas you Dot, Dot as a guardian. No. Yeah. That'd be rad. I I was very quick to answer that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said no right off the bat, but then again, yeah, now that I think about it. Yeah. She'd be yeah, a she's great already... guardian. Yeah, wow. and uh, but Bob Bob has that tenacity, and he has the free time to um, fly off and make sure he ends up in in the games. Sometimes, very infrequently, he doesn't make it. Yeah, yeah. And Bob says something here uh, that's pretty important. He says, uh, uh, "Main or um, he uh, hasn't got any friends." Enzo doesn't have any uh, friends because there aren't many sprites left after the Twin City was destroyed. Oh, man. The Twin City was destroyed. Yeah. And Dot looks really sad. Yeah. And he goes, Bob was like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, Dot, I didn't mean to. And she reveals, yeah. um, it's just that talk of the other city reminds me of my father. So now we're hearing about a whole different yeah, and, this is this is like the first yeah. like snippet of like backstory we've ever gotten in this. So show. now we know why it's just her, why it's her and her brother. There's no one. Yeah, 
And um, also, presumably, that Twin City is uh, Lost Angles. Well, the, oh, presumably, presumably Lost Angles. Presumably, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Lost Angles, like, is this, like, destroyed, like, kind of wasteland that is connected to mainframe by a bridge. That makes sense. Hmm. So, some uh, some world building going on here. Yeah. And uh, speaking of, we're, we're not even um, done this little info dump. I'll, I'll try to move it along quickly after, but there's a lot revealed in this episode. It's quite lore heavy. Mm. Um, T. Earl Grey. What uh, in Zanette is T. Earl Grey? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I'd like to jump jump back yeah. a bit. Um, Bob <gasps> says, "Oh, it wasn't because she mentioned her father." And he says it wasn't his fault. Dot, the experiment, experiment. just got out of control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sorry, she said, "I just old... wish he were here now." What happened? So it's not just Lost Angle. If it is Lost Angles, it wasn't just Lost Angles. Was eaten by a bunch of games, and everyone was nullified. There was presumably an experiment. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And if there is, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm going into this having only seen like some of season two and like basically none of season three or four. So mm. this is where it starts breaking, breaking up for me. Right. And this is also where the show starts actually like, um, becoming much more serialized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Up to, the, up to this point, it's been extremely episodic. Yeah. But, uh, so. but yeah, we're, we're moving into a more serialized format. I believe right around here is when uh, the show was canceled by ABC and was uh, became a strictly like YTV production. It had to have been because its whole tone and every everything changes. Yeah, they're For just the like they're just like well, ABC can't. We're not with ABC anymore, so fuck it. We're gonna do what we want to do, right? But I yeah, did. to 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 comment on what Christopher was uh, was saying, um, Cecil was talking about uh, Earl Grey tea. Yeah, which I think is a Picard favorite. Yeah, it is. Yep, Earl, Earl, Grey, Earl Grey hot. <laughs> but um, Cecil acts like he doesn't even like know what angry. it is. Yeah, and he gets angry and what in the um, net is tea? Earl Grey hot. drives away. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Yeah, Tra- floats away. I, w- <laughs> I don't know. He tracks away. Tracks away. There, there we go. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there. We got there. Yeah. Yeah. So what's uh, uh, there's nothing else much in this scene, so we could probably. Well, we got Enzo. Oh wait, there's one. There's sad. one thing. Yeah, there, there's one thing and... here. Uh, Bob says, "Hey, why don't you go play with Frisket?" Th- this is actually really funny. Yeah. And he goes, "I don't." He's like, where is Frisket anyway? And Enzo's like, I don't know. He's not my dog. And he says, it's really weird. He says, he's feral. I've never heard anyone pronounce yeah. the word feral <laughs> as feral in my entire life. Yeah. I uh, I don't actually think that's pronounced right. But hey, UK people, maybe they say feral. Uh, I'm gonna and look it, up. it cuts to... Um, sorry enzo's like you know what that means he could be anywhere doing anything and it cuts to frisket go ahead (laughs) sniddler because cuts to frisket fighting pirates (laughs) on the saucy mare oh yeah it can be pronounced feral 
Oh, really? According, oh, cool. according to dictionary.com. And it Today can I learned. be, but should it? Should it, Christopher? <laughs> um, yeah, and even uh, the Crimson Crimson Binome is there trying to fight with him, and Farrell's just Farrell. <laughs> um, Frisket is just uh, having a grand old time fighting these pirates. And I know yeah. I made the joke before, but like, who's the true guardian of mainframe? <laughs> oh, wait, no, the, the pirates yeah. are working with Dot, actually. So uh, why is Frisket fighting them? Uh, I like to just playing. Uh, no, I like to think that uh, Captain Capacitor came back just to get revenge on Frisket because he really <laughs> hates dogs. Because <laughs> Frisket is such a bad boy. Where is that bad boy? Bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs> I, I have a word to say with him. That's me. And that word is bad. Bad. Tisk, that world tisk. is feral. <laughs> <sighs> By the by the code, he be feral. <clears throat> yeah, so to um, Snidler, you were going to say um, there's one more tidbit before we move on. Oh, where, yeah. Um, Enzo, says, Enzo says something really like go, sad where it kind of go gets ahead. it thinking, thinking more. Hang on, I'm watching it right now. And he says he's got no one to play with. He's got no one to play with, and it's all dad's If he hadn't deleted Sprites, I'd have some friends. Yeah, you know, so I remember just thinking to myself, you cut out a oh, bit there, yeah, bro. like, yeah. Now it's we're learning stuff. Fault, and if he hadn't deleted most of the sprites, I'd yeah. have some friends. Yeah, I have. Shit. I've got a lot of questions. He's the last, the last small sprite. So that means that most of the sprites in. Sorry, I sneezed. <clears throat> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these sprites in mainframe, not just the younglings, but <laughs> younglings. Most of the sprites in mainframe are gone. Uh, I mean, it makes yeah. sense. We don't like we don't really see any other sprites besides uh, Bob, Dot, and Enzo. Yeah, and that like groovy, like purple, like vampire sprite and Al's. Oh right, the one who can like levitate and he has like a robot arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that that badass motherfucker that we've only seen like twice. <laughs> uh, then there's Ma yeah, I, as far as mainframe goes, like Mouse comes and goes, but other than that purple Von True purple. looking motherfucker, yeah, yeah, I can't really. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So why did all the sprites live in the Twin City then, and all the binomes live in mainframe? Maybe that was where uh, the um, higher income housing. Was. <laughs> yeah, all, all the rich people lived in the Twin City. <laughs> Some classism right there. And uh, yeah, apparently um, something happened and they weren't even nullified. They were deleted. So straight up dead. Yeah. And yeah, and Enzo throws a fit and runs out the door sobbing. Yeah. Actually, that 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 also got me thinking. So there's a lot of oh. nulls on, on lost angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of nulls. Whole lot of nulls. a lot of nulls on on lost angles. But like Christopher had said, um, presumably because that whole area is kind of like trashed, look like 
chunks of it have been deleted <coughs> here or there. It kind of oh, looked yeah. like it was from like just losing a bunch of games. Mm. And it oh, could okay. be because yeah. it's across a bridge and it's kind of off the, the beaten path. Yeah. But that could have also been where all the rich people have died. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they were all red in color. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, well, per- well, perhaps we'll find out. Well, perhaps we'll find out later. If I if we do, I it's it's going to be new to me, so that'll just, be exciting. Just a theory, anyways, from yeah. my my point of view. Yeah. So we cut to the the principal office. I guess there's like a big um, seminar happening. Bob I just want giving a TED talk. I, I just want to point out to the listeners real quick. I actually remember all of this, so I know like where everything in the show is going. I've even rewatched uh, later seasons uh, in the recently in the past like few years. Okay. So yeah, so I know everything, but uh, I'm not revealing anything for Cal's sake and for the sake of listeners who, listeners. yeah, for the listeners who maybe haven't watched the show before or haven't watched it in a long time. All the but, way through? Yeah. Or haven't so, watched it in a long time and they're going week to week with us, yeah. maybe? Yeah, so point is, don't at me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I and the too. The super fans very... who are, like, irritated by that, uh, that's, the, that's the format we're going with. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, I, too, have rewatched uh, Reboot quite frequently, and it's very hard not to get ahead of myself. <laughs> It's yeah, easy but, for me because I just haven't seen well, most of it. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we're 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 taking this one episode at a time and acting and acting like we acting. like we haven't seen it before. Yeah, basically, we're we're treating it as if we're I'm going not acting like I haven't seen anything else before. <laughs> it's authentic, people. <laughs> you get the Cal experience. We're actors. The Cal experience. <laughs> What, is, get what does that entail? <laughs> I couldn't even begin to fathom. Uh, some mood lighting, you know, some uh, smooth jazz. Oh God, excuse me. People belching. Oh God, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Sniddler experience. That was the Sniddler experience. <laughs> the Sniddler experience is uh, a room of silence with just in the darkness in one of the corners you can't quite see. <clears throat> Right, there's some, there's a flicker of light, and then you just hear like, like crunching chips. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh god! Uh, But uh, to jump back into the episode because it's a it's a a heady one. Uh, Bob is giving a giant TED talk. Oh, the windows of this uh, this place look really cool. Yeah, energy. He's giving a TED talk to a two-dimensional crowd. Yeah, it looks super. Hey, weird. man, if you don't pause it on it or look too hard, you don't notice that there's like forty Tuke guys. <laughs> yeah, it's true, actually. It, it reminds me of the crowds in uh, like wrestling games. Yeah, from, wrestling games, like old wrestling games from like they're oh, just yeah, yeah. stretched out like JPEGs, like layered one after the other to show the different like rows or aisles of people. Yeah, sort of. Sometimes animated. they were animated. Yeah, yeah. Like they had like a, a like a, a GIF image with like two different frames. Yeah, like one guy might have a sign, and the next frame he'd be lowering it and then lifting it again. I mean, that's basically what uh, crowds at sporting events are like right now in the real in the real world. So holy shit, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. 
So uh, this is authentic. Yeah. Cardboard cutout. Yeah. It's so dumb to me, but I'm not really a sports fan, but I'm like You're not into sports ball? No, but I'm like just like don't put like fucking cardboard cutouts of people in the stands. Just like just there's nobody there. Like there's nobody in the stands. Just no, no, they they have they have people in the stands, but they're only allowed to operate at a certain capacity and they need to be spaced out. Well, now, yeah, I'm I'm talking more like um like back like last year like when the MLB season first started. Like there, oh, there was nobody no, was in the yeah. Yeah, there was nobody in the stands, but they had like cardboard <laughs> cutouts and apparently I think some baseball game in like South Korea, I think it was bought sex dolls. <laughs> See, they didn't know they were sex dolls. No, they, they didn't. They just hired but... a company to fill the seats. Yeah. <laughs> and that company reached out and they someone ended up like replying with, "Oh yeah, like I'll do it for like this amount of money." And <laughs> the uh the sex the funny thing is some of them were holding signs advertising for the the real dolls. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Hey. Wow. Free advertisement." <laughs> See that I'm okay with. That's just good business. Yep. <laughs> but the kind, um, the kind of good business Dot does. Yeah, and uh, we got some wow. good Bob business wow. here. Yeah. He's Bob actually business. like getting across to uh, all the binomes. Yeah, He's talking about heard... how he defeated the, uh, the Hydra. Yeah. And touched the Golden Fleece and won the game. Yeah. Apparently the Hydra only has seven heads. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so it keeps growing two more every time you cut one off until it's seven. Then it's dead. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how it worked, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bob's like, so to recap, there are three rules about games. Mm-hmm. Rule one, do not enter games. A, A game, game cannot, cannot hurt you. Hurt you. If you, if you are, are not, not in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, do anything sure. you can to get... Uh, uh, rule number two, get in a game, fight or... Um, 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 fight or yeah. hide. That was it. Yeah. Now leave it to the, leave, leave it to yeah, the professional. So if you can't... Like help, like don't get in the way. Yeah. Rule number three: defeat the user, either by destroying it or winning the game. Yep. This and is actually this is pretty. It. This is pretty cool because, like, this is the first time like the show has actually like really explained games to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't this been a good primer for like episode one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, we've kind of fa- like we've kind of figured games out along yeah. the way uh just by watching the show but this is the first time the show has actually bothered to really like explain well like, speaking of explain um he starts taking questions and he's like bob and he's like you there with the hat and in front of Tuke guy uh there's a fancy yeah very dapper fancy, fancy top hat man very yes and, dapper and he's like hmm, yes is it always a good idea to reboot <laughs> Yeah. And uh, this and, is uh, interesting. He says, "Go ahead." Yeah, Bob is like uh, rebooting. Usually uh, provides <laughs> useful equipment or knowledge about the game. 
Ah, so that's interesting. You actually gained some knowledge from doing it. So that's how always. whenever whenever um like let's say someone reboots and they're in a um a plane, right? Or a tank. That's how like Enzo knows how to operate a tank. Right. Right? Like he reboots and then he's like, "Oh, it's like um downloading kung fu in the matrix." Yeah. Yeah. But they haven't shown us that. Yeah, this so is also yeah, this is also the first time that this show has explained really explained what rebooting is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Odd that it's taken uh, a season and six episodes. Yeah, this would have been a great first episode. Of yes, the show, honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, which is interesting well, because, like, yeah. like I was saying earlier, that uh, I believe this is right around the time that they got canceled by ABC. So. And from here on out, the show becomes extremely serialized, especially compared to what's come before. Um, so I wonder if this was like, in a way, like them kind of like, uh, quote, like, quote unquote, rebooting the show. Ah, uh, interesting. Like, this is like a, almost like a second pilot, essentially. It feels very much like this is a better episode one than episode one was. 100%. And uh, I'm going to jump uh, forward here. Uh, one binom asks the question, what kinds of sprites are there? How many games? game sprites are there? Yeah, he's like a carpenter <laughs> binom. <laughs> Red-green type. Yeah, and Bob says there are aggressives, defensives, passives, chaotics, chaotics. and a recent addition, artificial intelligence. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the summary is aggressives only attack the user. Defensive tries to block um, or delay anything. Chaotics are more dangerous than the others because they attack um, the user and mainframers. Uh, passives are kind of like hints or they give reveal him helpful information or they're not dangerous. And um, AI learn from their experiences and adapt and change their their strategy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This, like this is, uh, and again, like this is all this is new knowledge. Like the the show is actually explaining more about the games and like the type of uh, uh, the type of sprites that they encounter in the games. Like you were yeah. saying, this is a pe- this is a better first episode than the actual first episode <laughs> by far. Yeah, <laughs> like if you happen to randomly catch this, you're like, "Holy shit! This this show looks pretty cool." And it, instead of it just being an info dump, like like it, the game is fucking cool too. At least I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Um. And well, uh, before we we get into that, as everybody's e- evacuate, not evacuating, as everybody's leaving Dispersing, the TED talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He yells at them, and remember, next uh, homework for blah blah blah. Next week are chapters blah blah blah. Pong through to space invaders. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so Bob's I... gonna do like a weekly thing? That's cool. Also, I find it interesting that he's acknowledging real games. I would games. go to this. I would go to that TED talk. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he's acknowledging real games for the first time. Yeah. Pong, Pong, and Space Invaders are both real games. Yeah. Yeah. They start with the basics, moving their way up. Classics. Yeah. Yeah, so there there's some 
There, there's some interesting dialogue I want to point out here before we uh, jump into the game. Um, what is it here? Oh, um, Fong kind of is like, oh, so, man, sometimes Fong is very wise and sometimes he's very dumb. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Bob, yep. I heard about Enzo's problem. I have a schematic for a robot friend. And I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. Even even okay. Dot's like, uh, Fong, I think uh think he needs some real friends. Yeah, that's that that's almost more sad than not having friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having a robot friend. As and it's not gonna friend. be a sprite or a binome or anything, right? It would be very, very basic. Yeah. And then before they t- get into it too much, um well, although I will say I would actually love to have it like an AI pal. Like just have There's... like a just have like a cyborg with like like complex AI just hanging out with me. I'd be down with that. Someone to play video games with and definitely not have sex with. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> no, just Wink. a friend. We're just friends. <laughs> yeah. Wink. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> warning. Incoming game. A sexy lady voice. And it says warning, incoming game. Like she does. Like she does, like she do, like she do, and and uh, Bob's like, like she do. <laughs> Where's the cube gonna land? Ooh, er. and <laughs> this is this is weird. Um, Ooh. this is really weird. Did, did you guys catch this? Fong goes, "Oh, this is bad," and then and Bob goes, "Yeah, go sorry, ahead." Go <laughs> yeah, Bob, Bob goes. Them. Is it, is it very, very bad? bad? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, was, I, I laughed. I'm like, what, what just happened? What exchange was that? I rewound it and watched that like three times over, and I'm so confused by that. Is it? Bong's like, this is bad. And Bob's like, is it very bad? Eh? I'm like, is I... it very bad? Eh? Hey, Fong? What? What? Nudge? what was that about? Nudge, nudge. How bad is it, Fong? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. That was so weird. <laughs> weird to me. He's like trying to lean into his catchphrase, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what it is. He's trying to. Um, he's like, smiling. Nudge him and say, "This is bad. Very bad." Is that what he's trying to do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's okay. like, he yeah. smirking here, so he's like, "Oh, that's my kind of my line." So yeah. what he's doing is he's just it's a nod to his own catchphrase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I found that interaction so strange. I thought he was like trying to make Fong say his catchphrase. <laughs> like how bad is it, Fong? Huh? Huh? <laughs> is it is it very bad? Would you would you say it's very bad? And Fong pushes up his glasses. He's like, Oh, it's it's normal bad. <laughs> it's normal bad. <laughs> no, he, he said it's going to land in Bodway. Sufficient levels of bad. <laughs> Sufficient levels of badness. On the diner, <laughs> to be exact. Dot looks scared, and uh, she's like, oh no, Enzo. In the mountains of badness. And- <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Fong, uh, Fong, because, you know, he's like, he understands people the best, apparently. He's like, oh, Enzo in his pathetic current state. Who knows what he will do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, like, when we cut to Enzo later, he's he's fine. Yep. Like, he's, he's not like, oh, I'm going to go in this game and kill myself. <laughs> like, he's 
He's fine. He's, he's like, just like, cool, a game. Fun. Yeah, like... I was gonna... Like, what, what's Fong worried of? He's been in, like, 10 games before. Well, gonna... I mean, he's only, like, 11 at this point. He's not, like, 15 yet, so he's not quite at the point of, I'm, I'm just gonna fucking die. <laughs> oh, good point. He hasn't learned that um, he's experienced all life has to offer, and it's only <laughs> he downhill. He hasn't learned that that's an option. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, when you're, like, 15, 16, 17, 18... Um, you've experienced the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, so what's oh, yeah. the point of going on, right? Yeah. I mean, you lost your first girlfriend. It's it's all downhill after that. I mean, all the emotions yeah. you feel are the strongest any humans ever felt in the world. I remember what it was like being a teenager. <sighs> Youth. So how today, I, today I learned that uh, in, well, I didn't learn. I, I kind of knew it in the back of my head, but it was confirmed for me that, because uh, off air, Sniddler had pointed out like um, that he's referred to as Wally, not Waldo. And I was oh. like, I was like, I think he might be called Wally in the UK. And so I looked it up and indeed that is true. He is only known as Waldo in North America. Oh, shit. Huh. The yeah. more you know. Huh. Continuing to Forget learn that. on this We're podcast. We're learning things, not even as, about Reboot. As we do every week. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Meanwhile, <laughs> there's script guys like slamming his desk, being like, oh my god, I can't believe they haven't mentioned this and this. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about Waldo. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, I just realized um, Cecil is being uh, taken out by number five. Yeah, he's being carried. It's kind of funny. Oh, shit. I didn't yeah. even notice that. I didn't catch that until just now. Because I was like, well, Cecil's fucked. <laughs> but no, he can be like dismounted and like carried out. He yells, don't be a ninny. Get out of here. <laughs> I was like, what? I kind of wanted to see Cecil in this game, like Reboot. Yeah. Did he like turn into a, a boat? A submarine? Yeah. <laughs> a talking boat. <laughs> right? <laughs> a French a French I have I That'd have legs. Amazing. I can finally move. And then Enzo's like, uh those are fins. You're like a shark person. And he's all like, such freedom. <laughs> such freedom. He <laughs> losers. And he just swims away. Game over. <laughs> no. Yeah. So close. So My close transformer. My transformer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um <clears throat> uh, yeah, so the GameCube's coming down on Dot's diner and uh yeah. uh Bob and Dot are zipboarding toward it and she's all like, "I told Enzo to stay out of the games." And Bob's like, "Yeah, yeah. but did you tell him to move if one was <laughs> dropping right on top of him?" That is such like like young adult logic like uh adolescent logic too yeah yeah oh but she didn't say i had to move if one was falling on me not gonna lie like, that's Bob's right that's probably what i would do too Bob, <laughs> yeah that that is such a kid thing you told well, me I mean, like i not mean talk now to stranger you told me not to talk to strangers not to stop strangers from talking to me <laughs> so anyways i got free candy <laughs> oh god so you need a ride i have a black oh, van oh jesus but is there candy inside yeah and, <laughs> and ice a cream. puppy <laughs> ice cream and a puppy <laughs> i can't lose any <laughs> anyways uh, uh this, this is game, taking a dark turn yeah, 
<laughs> this game is underwater. Yeah. Under the sea. <laughs> you know, I've never actually seen that movie. You've never seen Waterworld? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I haven't. As we've talked about before. Oh, that's right, yeah. We have talked about this. My it's partner has just revealed she has not seen Waterworld either. Well, you know what we're oh, doing? Shit. Change that. Change that, sir. We're doing a Waterworld viewing party when all of this COVID it's, shit it's is like, over. It's like Mad Max meets Little Mermaid. I love it. <laughs> I'm see. I'm going to justwatch.com to see if Waterworld is available Under on anything. The sea. Under the sea, Kevin Costner. Under it the is, sea, it is on Netflix, according to Just Watch. Holy hey. shit! It's on Netflix. Yeah, that was the weirdest clap I've ever heard. Wow, someone got really excited about that. How <laughs> did you even make that sound? <laughs> how did? How are you making that sound? I'm literally uh, just drumming on my lap. Fapping. Oh, you're drumming. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Remember this? This is fapping. Oh, that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that a pen? Just, just clicking my pen, man. Uh. Pencil, <laughs> pencil dick. <laughs> We're talking about Speaking a Speaking of pencil now. dick, we got Enzo here in a <laughs> ship. The ship looks like a fish. Nice segue. <laughs> I've been getting better at uh, some segues. Yeah. I really uh, knocked some segues out of the <laughs> out of the park. Of, when, uh, we had segues. a guest. This is not about segues. It's not. Uh, huh? oh. Segways don't <laughs> work underwater. Damn it! You know what does work underwater? Hey. Hey. Oh, so I was hoping that this would be some like hunt for Red October shit. The first time I had watched this, yeah. when I was a kid, I, I used to watch that movie with my grandma. She she fucking loved it. So I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna here we go. But then it's revealed that he's in um uh what kind of fish are those again? An angelfish. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. A Russian connery. <laughs> A Russian Connery. Well, it is kind of Hunt for Red October if you think about it. They're underwater. But reboot style. They're underwater. They're hunting <laughs> something. Yeah. So there, there's a. It's, it's not a sub. But according a, to the according to the reboot wiki, there is actually a reference to the Hunt for Red October in this episode. Okay, I knew I wasn't crazy. Also, I can't, great I movie. Can't think of it though. That's a great movie. Yeah. 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 I've actually, um, I'm not like a big reader, but uh, I've actually read uh, a few of the Tom Clancy, uh, Jack Ryan novels. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I didn't realize the... you were 50. <laughs> I read them when I was reason... a teenager. <laughs> wow. For some reason, like everyone I've met who's been super like into those, they've all been like, like, like white dudes in their like late 50s to. Yeah, they're, older. they're. They're dad books. They're dad books. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, uh, when I was a teenager, um, cause I, I liked quite a few of the, cause already by that point, like the Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, and Clear and Present Danger mm-hmm. had come out, and I liked all of those movies. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to start reading these books. So I did. 
And? And, yeah, nothing more to add to that. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. <laughs> well, at least when you retire, you have some catch, some reading to do. <laughs> I have so many books on my shelf that I have not read. Oof. I, I kind of feel that. Including some of the later Witcher novels. I've read the first, like, uh, three <clears throat> of them, but... I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Ain't ain't got time for that. Got it. Yeah, we too, too too busy watching reboot and recording podcasts. Yeah. Speaking of reboot, um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like the forms that Dot and Bob reboot into. Yeah, yeah. they look badass. Like they're fucking badass, and I don't think like like you know like fish people have been more badass in anything since this. Maybe comics. Maybe there's some badass, like, mermaids in comics, but they look fucking savage in this. Yeah. Merman! <laughs> Merman! Merman pops. <laughs> and, um, I'm not uh, a furry, a scaly, uh, a fishy. I don't know what you would call it, but I kind I'm, of agree with Bob's thoughts. An aficionado. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my! Thank you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Christopher will be here all week. <laughs> uh, just How long? Cue, How just long? Cue the, cue the Benny Hill meme theme, and I'll start. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll let myself out. How How long? I gotta know, have you been waiting to use that? Uh, it was right off the top of my head. Oh, okay, well that's awesome. He's been waiting since Fully. last episode where he says he was not an art aficionado. Oh, <laughs> uh, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> um, speaking of aficionado, art aficionado, is dumb. <laughs> uh, Bob is checking Dot out. And uh, I, I, I am too. I'm kind of a yeah, kind of a fan. I really like her. her. I, I really like her. Uh, reflective. I really like her complexion and the and her eyes. The like yeah. black, the like black with the red, and like she the purple could, skin. She looks hot. She could pull a vamp look off pretty pretty well, I would say. She is a hot fish lady. She is a hot fish lady, and Bob is a sexy fish man, and he checks her out she does a little twirl because she's holding a trident too mm. yeah and bob is like wow dot looks amazing or he thinks it yeah and he even says what a babe yeah and uh she hears it because now they're telepathic <laughs> yeah which given that they're underwater makes sense like how else would they communicate yeah she she tells them uh, i don't know clicking sounds some sort of like like don't seals click underwater to make to to find prey or to find each other or something? I know whales have whale songs. I don't know. Anyways, what do I look like to you, a marine biologist? <laughs> no, an aficionado. <laughs> Damn it, Jim! <laughs> I'm not a marine biologist. I'm aficionado. <laughs> Keep recycling that one. Actually, that was pretty good. <laughs> pretty fishy. How that shark was pulling my leg. Ho. <clears throat> oh. But yeah, basically he's see. like <laughs> C for Catwoman. <laughs> C. C is for Catwoman. 
<laughs> oh god i'm referencing exactly this, what you're the referencing. 60s batman movie yeah there's like you, the scene how they me that clip yeah how they they just the like hilariously stupid way that they put the they they put together that the four super criminals are working together it's so it's dumb so bad we'll have to link it's, sniddler to it after it's, ama- yeah. it's amazing it, though i love that movie so yeah they have a little back and forth um bob's <clears throat> thoughts were shot to to dot um she doesn't she gives him kind of like a smirk because he's all like oh wow check out that tail yeah and uh wow they they look really good too it feels like their budget's bigger like they had fun with this episode yeah like she looks really cool he looks really cool they look different though <laughs> she's got a giant trident and like his arm is like can slice and dice yeah. I wonder if after they got canceled by ABC, YTV gave them more money. Hmm. They must have. They look cool. He's yeah. kind of like an eel and she's like a shark. Based on yeah. their tails. But I'm not a marine biologist. Nor are you an aficionado. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, I was like, I'm not I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I refrained. I waited. I waited for someone else to. So yeah, he can like. Uh, the reason why I also think he's an eel is because he can shoot electric attacks. Oh yes, electric yeah. eel. Right. You know. Apparently, so powerful that. Um, also, Bob has like sharp nails. I feel like they should have gave Dot the sharp nails, but she's got like gloves for some reason, and I'm like, why would she need gloves? Because she is a lady. <laughs> I yeah I guess I like her shell earrings. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means. Oh, Bob has I don't either. She's too. a lady. <laughs> She's a lady. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. She's a lady. That's... That's the under underwater version of that song. So we just sound like Creed <laughs> when Ron yeah. singing underwater. <laughs> Basically. Oh, that's that guy's Thank secret. You. Thank you. That's the secret. <laughs> he that makes music a- for fishes. <laughs> that and alien fishes don't have any good metals yeah. to listen to. <laughs> this is a metal album for fish. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Yeah. Oh god, we are all over the place. Okay. Yeah. So, so the user is a, the user. He's a giant fucking shark. He's a megalodon type thing. I I yeah. don't know. Is he a giant shark or is he a submarine? It's Maybe a both. Megalodon. Why yeah. not both? I think every kid from the 90s learned what a megalodon was and thought it was the coolest. It's yeah. like picture the biggest shark you've ever seen, and like it's even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so big it could like eat a, a school bus full of children. It's, it's like big, so big, big that it can fight a Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> on land. <laughs> on land. <laughs> we get to see uh, on Andrea. Yeah, yeah, for the first time. Yeah, fish girl. Yeah, she's like a a fish girl underwater. She's got a boomerang starfish. Yeah, she actually has legs though. 
She's got legs. Yeah, she's not a mer mer woman. Yeah. What amphibious creature? The male version of a mermaid be a mer butler. <laughs> Why haven't I ever asked this before? I don't know because it's not mer woman, and but everyone's like, oh, but a male one is a merman, and I'm like, no, they're mermaids. Mer-males. So that means the, the male version would be a mer butler. Mer people. Mer people. Mer people. Mer people. <laughs> what is happening right now? So what's happening is Andrea is throwing a starfish boomerang <laughs> and it cuts right through the user, smashes yeah. him up a bit, and comes back to her. Yeah. Yeah. Punches the user doesn't like that. You know what? He's not actually um it's act it's actually a type of fish that's more like a whale shark, which actually uses um baleen. It's more like a whale than a shark. Because yeah. it has baleen in its mouth, not shark teeth. I I think. Well, I, I'm yeah. having a whale of a time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> So Bob and Dot uh, uh. go off, and uh, oh, sorry, I forgot. Um, before Andrea gets like taken out by the uh, the user, um, Enzo scoops her up in his like fish submarine. Fish marine. Fish, fish submarine. Fish ship. Fish Do you ship. like fish ship? Fish ships. Fish and, fish and ships. Is that yeah, it? His fish and yeah. chips. Yeah. He's captain of the ships. SS fish and chip. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I know what I'm having for dinner. Yeah, I fish was just ships. gonna say I'm really hungry. Now. Burgers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fish chips. So uh, I, I kind of actually, now that I'm looking, I kind of dig Dot's uh, like glove. It's like got talons. It's like a Vam brace. Yeah. And she she makes a uh, a mine, like a, a spiky like underwater mine thing. While they're trying mine. to fight the user, is what yeah, and they what hide. We were talk, uh, talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. They even like, ask, "What is a piranha what, mine? What's a piranha mine?" And we get to see the user's tail hits it, and like a couple hundred like voracious piranhas start eating his metal exoskeleton. <clears throat> but it's just... got it reveals there's a skeleton, like a metal skeleton inside. So yeah. The user's kind of like semi organic, semi like machine. I like when it goes over the eye, it just shows on the eye to indicate. It just shows like an X. Yeah. That's how you know things are dead in cartoons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Their, their eyes are X's. User is but... more machine now than fish. <laughs> But uh, something weird happens that we've never really seen on the show. The user dies, flickers, and just comes back. Yep. All right. Yeah, he's got extra lives. He's got 15 to be exact. Uh-oh. Tain. And then Dot says... Oh. Yeah, she what takes it? a line from Bob. She's like, yeah. this is not good. And Bob just goes, this is my line. So, so far, Fong and Dot has taken Bob's line in this episode. They've come close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it very bad? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I just wanted to say it like that. Is it very bad? Is it very bad? 
Oh, it's bad. It's so bad. Say how bad it is, Fong. Tell me. Tell me how bad it is. <laughs> Tell me how bad I am and pull my hair. <laughs> okay, now we're on to a different fan fiction podcast. Ooer? Ooer Fong. Yes, sir, Bob. Yes, sir. So we get creepy Enzo looming over Andrea's unconscious body. Observing the body of a woman for the first time. (laughs) I would, if I were Enzo. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) And she hisses at him. She does. Yeah. I like it. She extends her nails. I was like, whoa. I was like, joke's on you. I'm into that. Yeah. He gets so scared, his eye patch flips up. That's a very cartoony thing. Boing, boing. Yeah, I like the um, the cut back and forth. Like I said, this whole episode and the game, especially like, man, this is a good episode. Yeah. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm tipping my hand too much, but like when you when the game in an episode is with the the code master and it's on a train. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. Easily the worst episode. Of we reboot. will Anyways. never speak of that again. <laughs> Oh yes, we will because it. I can guarantee it's going to be in my bottom three of this <laughs> yeah, season. Absolutely. Yeah. God. Yeah. Good point. Um. Where Where the heck are we? Oh, we got Bob, and they look so cool. Oh yeah. Like I. They I feel brilliant. like they they should have had more aquatic games. Like even the way they did their ears is unique. They're like fin like, yeah. like the the. Uh, what's it called? Like what flat, are the side like, fins? Like Dorsal gills. fins, almost, or gills? Oh no, they have Speaking them on their neck. Water world. Yeah. Well, they got gills and and the little fin ears. Yeah. So they blow up the user. He comes back. They they do a bunch of shit to try to take him out. And I'm like, what's this competition? Where are the where are the enemies? Well, I guess we'll get to see them later. Well, Enzo's uh talking to I- one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. Enzo <laughs> has uh, effectively kidnapped one. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, cool cool spines. Are they acid or poison? And she lets her guard down and she's like, uh, n- not poison. They paralyze. She kind of says, like, with an innocent voice. Totally Good random. Totally random. Totally <laughs> <laughs> random. Like, that is poisonous. <laughs> Or sorry, that's venomous, <laughs> right? Like if they can paralyze, that means she's she's venomous. Yeah, I actually uh, talked about the difference between venom. She's she's literally toxic, guys. She's literally toxic. <laughs> oh shit! Red flags, so, Enzo. Red flags. So Enzo's <laughs> Enzo's um asking the wrong questions. He's like, "Are they acid or poison?" <laughs> N- they're neither. They're venomous. Remember, yeah. you don't want to eat poisonous things, but venomous things want to eat you. That's fair. Venomous That's things fair. inject uh, like venom, and poisonous <laughs> things have poison to prevent um, being eaten, right? So yeah. certain frogs are poisonous, but a scorpion is venomous. Yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. latest episode of the Discovery Channel. <laughs> These two idiots. Next week on Animal Planet. <laughs> on uh, history, you learn more than you had 
from any other shows. These yeah. two guys talk about really shitty science. Some right ancient astronaut theorists believe. But the way the sun, the light, the way sunlight bounces off the pyramids at Giza on a specific angle might be linked to extraterrestrial visitors. <laughs> that was actually like 1,000. I can tell that you've actually watched the show because that is 1,000% yeah. on point. Yeah. 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 No, I've watched the yeah. shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Ancient Alien. I don't watch it regularly, but like, it's one of those things that, like, if, like, there's nothing on, but I'll be Sorry, like flipping through I, the channel guide and, like, I'll see that Ancient Aliens is on. I'll be like, oh, I'll put that on. I exaggerated back when I lived with my ex and she, uh, we actually had cable. I, I caught it here and there and I set up the, the recorder to to grab that every now and then. So by watch the shit out of it, I mean I've probably seen like twenty episodes here or there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I loved it. And you have to know what you're getting into. Don't go into it and believe anything. No. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Right? Like if you're viewing it as like like a, a science show, you're 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 in, you have problems. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. But anyways, no, but we're not talking it, about it's cool to think about, I believe it. It's yeah, it's cool to think like, about, yeah. But yeah, like you shouldn't take stuff like that seriously. It's well, I I find the models and everything for um like the flat earthers come up with really interesting <laughs> for like oh, yeah. um for I so I storytell or DM dungeon master like diff- different games and stuff and straight up the the flat earth like some of the flat earth models I'm gonna use for like a D and D game <laughs> they're they're really well thought out. Nice. Yeah. It's dumb, but I, I'm gonna steal it for a <clears throat> for a fantasy game for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but sorry, to, we're not talking about ancient aliens. We're talking about um, and the hunt for Red October. Hearing. Yeah. Oh right, right. <laughs> Astron, like just crazy good hearing. She does. Yeah. Through the walls of a submarine, shaped like a fish, through a tunnel underwater. Yeah, even though she's fields. inside of a ship. Yeah. She, she can, can just sense them. She can sense wolfeels. And I don't know if wolfeels make a sound. I've never heard you of don't. one. They go, um, Ow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> You just, like, cut off. <laughs> it was, oh, apparently it was loud. <laughs> Why did I cut off? I hear Polly Shore. What's happening? Um. Yeah, basically I turned into Polly Shore. <laughs> yeah. Holy sure. Uh, yeah, so they dodge the wolf eels. And the wolf eels are going, Ruff, we were hungry. Arf. And yeah, Arf. Arf. <laughs> Bob slashes an underwater uh, stalag tight. Is that the top one's on the top? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. Stalagmites are the ones on the bottom. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, stalagmites are on the bottom, I think, and stalactites are on the on the top. top yeah, no, yeah. it kills the user. But and when you have a phobia it? of them, it's called a stalag fright. <laughs> oh, <laughs> somebody put in the badumpsh sound, and by somebody <laughs> I mean editor, and by editor I mean Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. No, give, uh, give that guy a badumps. Or that. 
<laughs> so I do. I do actually have the soundbite of the Price is Right fail he's, he's horn. Used it before. Oh, I bet. So caves scare the fuck out of me. Underwater caves are like next level. Like I, like this is fine because it's a TV show and games. But like, man, there's underwater spelunking, and that is insanity to me. Especially when you find out how dangerous it is, and it's like, oh, like there are danger signs underwater because like people die here and like people still go and make the dive and like you have a limited amount of like oxygen and i'm like why can't they bring more oxygen and I, I it's just i don't know why people would do something like that it's like a free hand like rock climbing i i don't i get anxiety even thinking about that shit well i'm aquaphobic so i definitely won't be doing that how about sniddler are you a deep sea I, I, diver i I uh, would like to try. I, uh, I've never actually done it. I've done spelunking. I've gone into caves and uh, climbed up waterfalls that are like really, really far into a rock. Oh. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, I've done some it, minor it, spelunking, but nothing well, like that. When you when you you go into some... like this really really t- door thing with a lock. And that's like the height of claustrophobia. Like as you go do it, you're kind of like, oh shit, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. But then the as soon as you get down, would get me. <laughs> it all it all opens up. So it's super dark, but if you have a light, you're fine. Um but it's just, you know, there's no light can get in, but you have to have a flashlight. But um I'm only down with spelunking in Gotham City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, so that would be fun. Long story short, Sniddler found Batman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. Did he make you the new uh, Robin, or were you too old? <laughs> no, I'm not. In, I'm not in good enough shape. Wear these boy shorts. <laughs> did you? Did you put on these boy shorts? Come with did me. You... <laughs> I'm gonna call you Robin. No, I don't want you to come. Just, just go with it. You answer to Robin from now on. <laughs> Who the hell do you think I am? I'm the goddamn Batman. I am the knight. You look like Kristen Bale. I'm the fucking knight. Yeah. Anyways. First my knight. Shoulder, my shoulder. First start. knight. <laughs> I don't suppose I can bug you for a shoulder massage. I'm not wearing a jock strap. <laughs> Or am I? <laughs> ho ho! It's well, been, I, it's... <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anyway. Hey, we're talking dots. about Enzo, and... right? Yeah. Dots. Dots. Icon is red and black to match her red and black eyes. I like it. I like. I it. like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> I say that a lot, and I forget what it's from. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that's what it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I say that so much, and it's like one of those things that have persisted since I was like twelve, but that I I forget yeah. where it was from. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. right? Big gulps, huh? Cool. <laughs> oh, see you later. <laughs> I okay. This is completely off topic, but um, the whole move it or lose it sister line. I actually used that. When I was on tour with a band, and I, we were, we were 
I, I I was told that all my my gear was going to be put on by the by the baggage people, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll just leave it right here, right? And they're like, yes. So then we just take our time. We go over to the terminal at the airport, and uh, and uh, uh, the drummer looks out the window, and he's all like, hey, is that your stuff all over the ground, like over there? And I was like, oh no, yeah, why the hell is it over there? He's just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. So then, well, our plane is about to leave, so we just freaking sprinted all the way across, down the escalator, like, through the entire fucking... It was all the way at the other end, somewhere, I forget, Calgary. And, um, and yeah, I just grabbed my stuff, and me and my buddy, Al, both, both of our stuff, and we just sprinting back to the plane that we have to catch in about 30 seconds. And uh, this is a group of people, and I just start yelling, "Move it or lose, sister!" I just, I just felt privileged to be able to have used that line to use it in a real context. Yes. Yeah. And did they move it or did they lose it? Oh, they moved it. They absolutely moved it. They saw me coming, and yeah, <laughs> didn't give much warning, but they moved it. Good. Yeah. I like the. I like the part in Ghost in the Shell when uh, um, uh, Major Kusanagi, Major Kusanagi has gone all cloaked, and they're like chasing down that one guy. Her and Bateau are chasing down that one guy on foot, um, <laughs> and uh, Bateau is like trying to run through this crowd of people, and he's all like, "Excuse me, pardon me, out out of the way, police coming through." And then, like, it cuts to an overhead shot of him, like, with his gun out, and he's like, "Get out of the fucking way!" <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, I love that movie. I'm not a big anime person, but Ghost in the Shell. Um, the thing is, basically, Bob and Dot are kind of like out of mana, like out of yeah. power for their abilities. But the yeah. the user has eight more lives. So they come to the conclusion that they're going to have to beat the user to the destination, to the treasure, because they can't kill him. Yeah. In, in, in enough times. And that makes me think, like, imagine they entered Mario and, like, Mario had, like, 99 lives. It's like one of those guys. Yeah. What would they do? <laughs> or do they just need to kill him once? Hmm. Uh, Who could say? I certainly can't. Yeah, so I don't even uh, know where we are in the episode right now. Well, okay, so Bob cripples uh, the user by like bashing in like part of his um his uh it looks awesome what he does. Yeah, he like just like brute force. Yeah, it's like T one thousand. He gets uh he grows like a a spiky thing out of his arm, slashes the side of the user, and like punches in the um. The thruster, thruster yeah, rudder, yeah. yeah. Like with his fist, like it, it just looks so powerful. Like, bah, bah, bam. Yeah, just yeah. It's, he's he's rad. He's like super, yeah. um, Aqua Bob. Yeah. And so that'll slow him Aqua down, Bob. and that's smart because if they just killed him, he'd respawn fully. So he's just slowing him down. And I was like, oh, good job, Guardian. That's that's actually. Some good problem solving. They can't beat him. Um, they can't kill him. I mean, so they have to. They have to beat him. Yeah. So Enzo 
is now um, telling jokes, recanting stories of his guardian days. But basically, he's telling it from the perspective that his friend Bob is this like, like guy who always gets in embarrassing positions, and he's Doofus. the guardian. Yeah, he's literally telling the story about how like, oh, and then Bob like his feet didn't even touch the ground, and his damsel like because he rebooted as a damsel. Yeah, it's weird like, that they oh, keep calling Bob. back to that episode. Right? It's not like that was a great episode. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and, uh, man, it reminds me of some... Speaking of toxicity, <laughs> uh, it reminds me of some toxic people that just... Every story was about, like, a reimagining about, like, how their other friends were shitty, and I just... Yeah, and that's what he's doing here. It's like, tell stories of, like, you and Frisket getting up to shenanigans and saving the day. Like, Enzo's done a lot of cool things. Why does he need to lie? Like, hasn't he? I think he has. uh, Yeah, but he's done lots of cool shit on his own. He's he's been on the Guardian thing when he first met her, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he woke up. Yeah. He could tell the story. He could tell the story about, like, you know, Bad Bob, where he helped get uh, Bob to Megatruck. Like, yeah, and then uh, yeah. how his red dog like dodged the mines with smell-o-vision. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, that was a weird part, but he's done, he's done lots of cool stuff. How he like saved uh, Mainframe after uh, he accidentally like slowed down the clock time. Right. Well, I mean, he's the one who caused it, but... I was just gonna say. <laughs> how he uh, convinced old man Pearson to uh, pick up his lightsaber and defend Mainframe. Like, he's done a lot of shit. Come on. How he escaped uh, Megabyte with his dog. I mean, mainly thanks to the dog. Basically, sell the fact that you have a cool dog. Is what how I'm he trying stepped, to say. How he went through the Stargate. Yeah. And saw the I've seen things. Landed on Abydos. I've believe. seen things. Yeah. Rest in peace, Rutger Hauer. Yeah, so I'm going to jump ahead a little bit so we can... There, there's some there's some fishing around. Uh, Andrea helps Enzo. She takes over the controls because she knows how, like, the shoal torpedoes yeah. um, swim, the, the patterns they swim in. Yep. Um, yeah. Enzo's got a big goofy grin. She's got the fishy fins. Up. He's She's all, like, alpha fins. <laughs> He's, He's all, like, alpha like, numeric. <laughs> yeah. He's like Enzo, totally random. Enzo says some Enzo bullshit. Yeah, they they fire um, energy manta rays at the the user. They blow him up. And yep. I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. He's uh, the water where Bob and Dot are is like reddish. Yeah. He pulls out his like Wolverine. Bob says, "Dot, are you okay?" Like, yeah. Ooh, zero out of ten. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I tried. Yeah, they swim into some blood water and Dot's <laughs> all like, uh, Bob, why is the why is the water red? And Bob's all like, I don't think I wanna know. Yeah, and then we get to find out why. There's like a feeding frenzy of sharks. Because there are fucking sharks everywhere. Fucking sharks, goddamn. It's like the lions of the ocean. Except you can't get in a car. And something weird happens, and I remember this all all from my childhood. A giant great white goes to bite Bob, 
and he holds up because his arms he's got two like sharp talons he holds up an arm and closes his eyes and almost by accident the shark just swims over top of him i don't think it was an accident oh it was definitely an accident i'm looking at it right now yeah yeah, he closes okay, his eyes, and almost by accident, the shark swims into his blade and cleanly <laughs> just gets cut in half. Yeah. And we see that it's hollow, right? Like, they're oh, game sprites. Great. Yeah. There's nothing inside. And, and then, like, three other sharks are yeah, watching, ahead. and their, like, jaws drop and in shock, um, and then they turn around and swim away. <laughs> yeah, like, that That was it. Fear yeah, the tendrils. Um... Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Speaking of, yeah. what is that, Benny Hill? Uh, yep. The user <laughs> makes its way past them. And it starts entering, there's like underwater dragons or hydras, like some sort of Atlantean society. Ancient, very, yeah. like, very, very quick sidebar. Watching pro wrestling fast forward with the Benny Hill theme is hilarious. I could, I could picture that. It, it's quite amusing to watch Probably. a pro to watch like a WWE match. Yeah. On fast yeah forward that. With the Benny Hill music playing. I can't even remember how I did it, but like, like how it happened, but that just coincidentally happened sometime like one time a few years ago. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is hysterical. <clears throat> that was funny. Yeah. And uh, that that would I, I actually need to try that. I, <laughs> yeah, do it. I highly recommend. It's it. so dynamic that I could I could picture that in my head being pretty pretty funny. So the problem here I just realized is that Enzo didn't really realize what the the plan was. So when he he they shot and destroyed the user, uh, when he regenerated, he regenerated like at full capacity. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So he got his mobility back the the shark user mm. and then as they're like racing towards the treasure so i guess the user is trying to get to the treasure of atlantis <clears throat> right yeah as he's racing off to it uh like extra like jets yeah extra turbines or whatever you call it, propellers come yeah. uh come out like the side like he's been saving his like boosters this whole game and yeah. he like speeds off to to go get the treasure, and just as all seems lost, Enzo in the angelfish submarine slams into him. <laughs> yeah, fucking collision course. It's actually pretty rad. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, co- yeah. completely sacrificed. And the, the his ship is useless and starts filling up with water after this. And so that's their their chance. And he's not destroyed because then he would respawn. He's just the the user's wounded, Disabled, which is yeah. actually better. Yeah, totally. Because then he'd just yeah. respawn and go towards the water again. I'm sure we've all played a video game where it's like it's like shit. I'm like I'm at I, I'm at a checkpoint like right before a boss fight. I don't have any health items, and my health is at like ten percent. I'm just going to kill myself so I regenerate <laughs> with full life. Never. <laughs> I face it like a man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you told me once when we worked at Blockbuster, uh, for the listeners, uh, me and Cal uh, originally met back in the 2000s because we both happened to work at a Blockbuster video. 
Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure you told me back then that you always played video games on hard mode by default. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're insane. There's, there's two reasons for that. Uh, it, it's, I'll give you a summary. I can rant about it a bit longer. One, normal is often like way easier than like a default difficulty would be, say, in the 90s. Right. Like, if you played that fucking like Aladdin game on the SNES, Jesus Christ, how would a 12-year-old beat that? <laughs> right? Other than trial and error, trial and error consistently. Um, but I find like the default setting tends to be like kitty gloves still. Mm. And I find you don't really learn how to play a game well in a satisfactory sense unless you're being really challenged. And then you start learning how enemies move. I basically make every game the Demon Souls for myself. <laughs> right? right. Well, that's fair. And one thing I noticed uh, playing Halo as well is like, like, especially if you're like an achievement hunter, you're trying to get like all the achievements for um, beating a game on different difficulties and whatnot. It's a lot easier to play through the game on hard mode first and then go back and play it on easier difficulties than to play the game initially on an easy difficulty and then move up. That's because, fair. Because if you start off on hard mode, you're essentially like training yourself for that. Yeah. Where Whereas like when you play through a game on easy or normal the first time, that's what you get accustomed to. So when you go up in difficulties, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I never so really thought about it, but that's harder. a good point. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't do this in most games, but like Halo, I always like by default, at least play on heroic difficulty. Which is hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes You're I play right. on legendary. That's a good but, point. That's the yeah. point I was trying to make. You train yourself to play a certain way, and then the next difficulty is very hard. A good example of this, very quickly, sidebar. Um, there's a game called Near Automata. Sidebar, sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. Sidebar of a sidebar. Uh, <laughs> Near Automata. And if a, I, a sub I started sidebar. playing. <laughs> I started playing on normal, and the difference between normal and hard in that is unrelenting like normal was way too easy for me but hard was like oh my god like what what even is this like the japanese go hard when they make their difficulties i couldn't really right. get i couldn't really get into that game but i really appreciated it from a design perspective like how Honestly, just, just how the first chunk just how like the the game like the gameplay shifts in real time from being like yes. a top down shooter to like a side scroller, uh, yes. et cetera, et cetera. I, I thought that was really the, the game design in that game was great. You know what? And I, I, I hate this because you know how some people are like, you need to watch this TV show, blah, blah, blah. Trust me. The first two episodes are eh, but it gets really good. Yeah. If you get past the first like six hours, it's followed by 50 hours of the, some of the best gaming experiences I've ever had ever. Wow. Okay, so, uh, maybe I'll go back to it then. Yeah. I think it's on. Uh, narratively and mechanically. Build, so. Anyways, playing on, after I played through like 50, 60 hours or whatever, I realized there were mechanics to the game that I hadn't even really been using because I've been playing on a difficult, like normal was too easy for me, but hard was way too hard. Right. And I was like, oh, you can counter in this game and you don't 
like there's no block button you just have to time how you move towards the enemies oh you can do this oh th wow i've there's a whole other game to this that i didn't realize <clears throat> anyways Sp speaking of games I agree with you uh fish and, and dot are swimming toward the treasure of atlantis when uh cthulhu <laughs> attacks yeah. yeah the great kraken wraps its tentacles around tentacles bob, <laughs> bob and <laughs> bob and dot and i feel like it would have grabbed the user if it had gone and done that they keep accidentally helping the user like with yeah. all the sharks they accidentally scared away all the sharks right and they could have taken apart the user. And Enzo is in his sub and is all like, oh shit, we're going to be nullified. And Andrea's like, what's nullified? And he's all like, wait a minute, you're a game sprite. Yeah, God. she kind of looks ashamed and she's like, oh, I tried to tell you. <clears throat> and then it's revealed that um, Enzo kind of knew, but just didn't want to believe it, didn't want to listen to her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he, he really liked her and he, he wanted... He wanted. He thought he'd finally made a friend, and I kind of and feel friends though here. But he is very... kind of being an asshole in this scene to her. He's he's a typical like unempathetic like you know ten, eleven, twelve year old boy. Dickish. I'd say I'd say frustrated. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I wanted to be friends, blah blah blah, and, and she's he's very... getting angry and lashing out at her though. Yeah, he he's kind of, he's being he's being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she, she, she uh, stabs him in the neck with her nail and paralyzes yeah, knock, him. Knocks him out. She takes like a an icon off of her belt. The AI icon. Yeah. And we don't see what she does with it, but as the user's about to approach the treasure and win the game, we see that Andrea must have loaded uh, Enzo into a torpedo and she sh she shot him and he flies barely missing the user and he hits the treasure yep so Andrea wins the game by shooting Enzo at the treasure that's that's cool that's that's clever they literally yeah. couldn't have beaten the game if it wasn't for that AI mm-hmm I never thought about that before Game over. Yeah, game over. Yeah. Something, yeah. something, stay frosty. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Bob and Dot are all like, Enzo, you're safe. You saved the day. And Enzo's like, no, it was my game sprite girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, my ga game sprite girlfriend. And we would have lost if it wasn't for her. And the show yeah. doesn't beat around the bush. He's like, Bob is like, Enzo, what's that on your icon? And it's the, uh, it, it's her icon from her, it's her belt buckle. <laughs> yeah, it's her belt uh, buckle. Yeah. Bob yeah. taps it and there's a gold light. And she manifests in mainframe. Andrea's here. And they're happy yeah. and they hug each other. Yep. She explains she uh, made a backup of herself and put it on his icon. And that allows her to, uh, escape the game and he's all like you can do that and she's like apparently <laughs> <laughs> it's like i guess oh, so. yeah Which like means they, well. i've never done it just, before they just yeah oh i guess it worked apparently yeah, yeah. sure now she said she downloaded a backup which here's some existential like 
like some existential like horror to think of that means the andrea that met him is still in that game and this is a copy of that andrea so if they ever play that game again alternate timelines oh not even alternate timelines she's just a, a downloaded backup yeah she didn't leave the game she's a she's a copy yeah uh, done some, done. Uh, so that means there's a there's an Andrea in that game that remembers Enzo. Unless their memories are wiped when the, the game is restarted. No. Probably not, because like uh she's an AI sprite which are designed to like learn from their yeah. experiences. As yeah. Bob explained earlier at his uh presentation. And that's why when you play Doom Eternal an enemy just jumps out and peeks around the shoulder and peeks around the corner and just one-shots you in the head with a sniper rifle that it shouldn't be using. Because <laughs> of all the other times you've played. And the last thing you hear <laughs> is Tim Allen. Wow. People are like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm i yeah well yeah haven't gotten any emails to that effect yet but uh i'm sure they're coming a game and, uh, sprite inside the game what does it mean hey why is she calling you guardian <laughs> credits and she kind of quirks an eyebrow and he has this guilty smile what a what a great what a great ending just yeah. everything ended up okay yeah that was a great episode. It was a what great a, episode. That was way better than I was expecting it to be, honestly. Yeah. I, I liked this way more as an adult. I liked it as a kid, but like, well, I, I, I agree. I liked that way more. It's good. Than I expected. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Writing. Holy. Uh, so I'm going to be treating of... this as the new, like that in my head canon, this is the new, like pr- series episode premiere one. of the show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great episode one. It's a great episode on its own, but it's it feels like it should have been episode one. But yeah. on that note, here on Alphanumeric, we have the alphanumeric scale of rating that we do at the end of each episode, Ooh. where all of the hosts for Alphanumeric give the episode a rating. It's a four-scale rating from uh, that was bad, very bad, to I don't think so. To eh, that was easy enough. And the best being alphanumeric. So, on the scale, uh let's start with Christopher. What what would you say that is? It is getting a high alphanumeric from me. I think this is one of the best episodes of the season. And indeed the show thus far. I, yeah. Uh Snidler? Uh, this is getting an alphanumeric from me, too. Uh, so much happened in this show. Really good writing. We've got some new characters introduced. Or one, or... anyways. And we've got an actual story starting. Yeah. yeah. We're hearing more about stuff in this episode. Looking forward to hearing where it goes. And seeing where it goes. Yeah. A lot of little, just little tidbits of some past too. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. a little few callbacks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, to um Bob sorry, uh Dot and Enzo's dad. <clears throat> yes. Something yeah, very the, bad happened in their past. Yeah, the the mention of the Twin City. Um yeah, yeah I, I literally have nothing bad to say about this episode. I, I have no complaints. Again, I, w- I was like trying to remember stuff. I actually am good this episode was when we're looking at it the way we are. So, yeah. I, I too am giving it an alphanumeric. Um, you'd think certain parts would be boring, like it's, oh God, an underwater game. No, it was, yeah. it was cool. And mm-hmm. it, the pace was good. I was like, oh God, a TED Talk explaining what games are. No, even though we've yeah. watched a whole season, I, I thought that was that was good. It was really interesting. Yeah. So Surprise much homework. happened. It was really well paced. So much happened. And it was it was spaced Referencing out. Referencing itself and making fun of itself at the beginning. Yep. <laughs> um, the whole like, was it very bad? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. It's it's great. We we found Wally or Waldo. We know how Cecil leaves when there's a game falling on the diner. It's answered so many questions I didn't know we needed answering. <laughs> Alphanumerics all around. Three for three. Ten out and, of ten. Uh, Five stars. So yeah, that, there's not much to, to say. We we all really really liked it. Um, but I think there was something Christopher wanted to to mention. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um so listeners, uh I have a little giveaway. Ooh. Um a contest, if you will. Ooh. So Ooh. I have a leaf in my possession, a leaflet for a digital copy of the nineteen ninety-five anime Ghost in the Shell. Sweet. Yeah. Uh so I it's only usable in the United States, and as we've discussed many times, uh, we are Canadian, so I can't use it. So I figured, what a what a great way to 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 make use of this digital copy of the film, than to turn it into a fun little giveaway, especially since most of our listeners are from the United States. Uh, so to end this, so yeah, this is a contest of sorts. Uh, to enter the contest. What I want you to do is I want you to send us an email to alphanumericpod, P-O-D, at mm. outlook.com and tell us your, tell us a story of your favorite, uh, just your favorite memory involving Reboot. It doesn't even necessarily have to be something tied to the, sh- like, a specific episode or anything, but just, like, some kind of, some kind of favorite memory associated with the show. Like, I don't know, uh... maybe, maybe you, like you and your dad used to watch it together or something. Or like maybe that. they watched an episode on Christmas with a sibling and they remember it. Yeah. A story. Yeah. Some kind of story. Um, so yeah, send those in to uh, alphanumeric pod at outlook.com. Uh, caveats are uh, again, uh, codes only redeemable in the United States. So you have to be from the U S and what kind of code is it for? Is it like a Apple? Download uh, it, it is redeemable on moviesredeem.com. So I don't know anything about it beyond that. Cause that seems site legit. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, it came with my uh, 4k Blu-ray copy of ghost in the shell. So um, it must be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, caveat, you have to be from the United States and second, this contest 
you will only be entered into this contest if you send it by email. So as much as I love getting DMs on Twitter and reading comments on YouTube, you have to send an email with this story. Again, that email is alphanumericpod at outlook.com. Um, the contest is going to be running for a while, um, all the way until March 17th is the deadline. And I will announce the winner on the March 19th episode of the podcast, which, uh, by my math, will be our special Season 2 recap episode. So yeah, send those in. Um, don't worry about, like... The, the winner is going to be chosen at random, so don't worry about like having to like embellish like this really like amazing story no. <laughs> to, to think that like don't think that that's going to improve your chances. Um, however, like some of the more interesting stories that we get, I might read on the air. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, send that in alphanumeric pod at outlook.com. Uh, in the headline, put uh, or for the subject, just put contest so I know that that's what it's for. Yeah. So yeah, do the thing. Once do again. Do the thing and win some do the thing. ghost in the shell. For yep. the thing does you. Once that's again, kind of you, like reboot. Yeah. You, you have all the way until uh, Wednesday, March 17th to get that in. So plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cal, yeah. where can people find us? Where can they find us? Uh, they can find <laughs> us on our website, um, www.alphanumericpodcast.com. Is it com or ca? Ca. 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 Uh, the www is important in front of that, correct? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't yeah, it work doesn't load otherwise. properly. <laughs> yeah, I, I've even made that mistake. Hmm, uh, you yeah. can also find us on Facebook at uh, the same place as YouTube as well, Laser Comb Productions. So that's yeah. L-A-Z-O-R, like Lazor, and Comb, as in C-O-M-B. And uh, all of this is on YouTube. So if you, got, you like YouTube, you can listen to us there. Yep. And uh, yeah, also on, Apple Podcast. also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, and a whole bunch of other podcasting services that I've never even heard of. has spared no <laughs> expense basically anywhere where you can download and listen to podcasts, whatever you prefer, that's where you can find us. If yeah. you're listening to this, you probably already have a place yeah. that you're listening to us for. So, but you, can also, you, can also, you can also find our other show, uh, Too Much Energon, where we do this, except about Beast Wars, another mainframe show from the mid-90s. Um, if transformers are more your thing, or or animals, my transformer. <laughs> uh, for longtime listeners, you may notice that in our podcast feed, we used to have uh, preamble and outtakes. Um, I have removed all of those and spun them off into their own feed. Uh, so look on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for laser comb outtakes if you want to listen to us bullshit for anywhere from like a half hour to an hour at a time about things not related to these shows. Yeah. What can go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Many Nothing. things. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're running note, out of time. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's time for us to, to au revoir. Yeah. Say la vie. La vie. <laughs> yeah.
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> wow. Oh. wow. Indeed. All right, we'll be back next week with the seventh episode of season two of Reboot, Nullzilla. I'm really excited about this because it's one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorite episodes of Reboot overall. I've even rewatched it recently. Yeah, I love it. I love it, so I'm really excited to 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 talk. I haven't seen this since like ninety. Re re uh little, little, bleh. I haven't seen this <laughs> since um reruns of in like ninety eight, ninety nine. Like I oh, haven't yeah. seen this in decades, so it's just gonna be exciting. Yeah. So uh we'll be back then and we're running out of time, so we're We're gonna sign <laughs> off. Game Stay over. Totally dumb. She's a lady. Stidler's going crazy and he's under water. Give a drowning man a glass of water. He he made himself You didn't have for it. But you're getting it. Anyway. He just says stay frosty and laughs. Stay frosty. <laughs> well, I laughed. And watch Waterworld, damn it. Yes. <laughs> Professor Matrix. <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening, guys and girls and thems. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. We'll live